This is the SEO Mindset Podcast with your hosts, Sarah McDowell and Tasmin Sullivan. This podcast is for SEO professionals and each week with the help of our wonderful guests, we discuss the important stuff that actually affects our careers and progression, but sadly often doesn't get talked about. You know, the invaluable soft and interpersonal skills that are often taken for granted, such as the skills we need for listening, time management, communication, and more. We also talk about the big issues that affect us and our careers, such as burnout, imposter syndrome, self-belief, saying no, plus other big issues and obstacles. With this podcast, we want to share knowledge on topics that unlock our listeners' true potential and enhance not only their careers, but all parts of their lives. So are you ready to prioritize your own personal growth and career development? Then let's crack on with this week's episode. Hello and a very warm welcome to the SEO Mindset Podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in to another episode. This week we're chatting about the importance of worrying less with Katie McDonald, including benefits, how to do it, and Katie will be sharing her own personal experiences. Now, um, a little reminder, if you do enjoy our podcast and what me and Tasman are doing, uh, there's lots of different ways that you can support us. So for example, you can donate a one-off payment of £5 via our Buy Me A Coffee page. There'll be a link to that page in this episode show notes, and you can also subscribe Um, So if you subscribe to the podcast, you will be notified whenever there is a new podcast episode ready for you to listen. Again, there will be a link in the show notes. Um, So who is Katie? So Katie is SEO mad uh, and she's been doing SEO for 10 years. She is a nature lover, tea drinker, and she is always looking for new ways to do things better. Um, so yes, let's invite Katie onto the podcast. Hello, Katie. Hello, how are you, Sarah? I am fabulous, actually. Enjoying the sunshine, had a wonderful weekend, so I'm in a good I'm in a good place. How about you find some? Good, good, yeah. I'm all good, thank you. I'm really excited to to be on the podcast and talking about something really, really important, actually. I don't think gets talked about enough really in the SEO industry. So so yes, I'm all I had a lovely day in the sun and now I'm very excited to talk about um talk about how to not worry. <laughs> Hundred percent. So uh, I think it'd be cool to give our um, audience a little context of like how we met and how this episode came about. So uh, we met for like the first time in Brighton SEO um, last. Was that last month? Yeah, I think. Yeah, 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 that's flown. Time <laughs> months merged together. Yeah. But yeah, and then we met up afterwards because obviously we clicked yeah, and uh, yeah. we got on and uh, we we're like should we be friends? <laughs> uh, so that happened. And then, yeah, we had a really good chat about this topic, about like our experiences of like how we've like worried and lots of people can like worry a lot in like their personal and yeah. their career life. So we were having a really good conversation about that and sharing our experiences. And then there was a little light bulb moment, wasn't there? Like, oh, 
we should do this on the <laughs> SEO mindset. So I asked you and you said yes. Yeah, that's the, that's exactly the story. Um, yeah, so I'm really, really excited. I think we you definitely paused and, and sort of said to me, yeah, I think we've got our topic because I think because a bit, you, you, you put the idea out to me and I was a bit sort of, oh, what would you want me to talk about? But actually we got talking, putting the world to rights and you suddenly, uh, you suddenly had that light bulb moment. So yeah, definitely a good topic to do. I feel like if we were in a cartoon, you know, when they literally have the light bulb that like goes. Yeah. I think that's I think the, that's exactly what yeah. it would have looked like. Yes, I definitely agree. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Right. So let's kick things off then. Um so in like in your opinion, um, why do we worry and why do you think it's common in the SEO industry? Um, well, I think we worry because we're human. I think we forget that sometimes in whatever industry we're working in. Um, we're not robots. I'm not I'm going to try and not mention the words AI in the next half an hour or so, but we're not robots. We are human. Um, we all have faults. We're not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but we worry because most of us want to do well, just want to not even thinking about work, want to just be happy, don't want to be in danger, you know, it goes back mm-hmm. to evolution, you know, that fight or flight response, so none of us want to be in that situation or anything, um, but in terms of the SEO industry, there's so many things that can then influ- influence that, like, you've got constant, the Google's changing every single day, multiple times, like, the the, the SERPs are just yeah. constantly changing, and and we've kind of, over the last 10 years, or so, I've definitely noticed that a lot of us, we're just, we're chasing Google, we're chasing the SERPs. And when it's constantly changing all the time, and you've got, obviously, whether you're agent, oh, mate, I've only ever been agency side, but when, if you're client side as well, you're going to be, you're constantly looking at keywords, you know, that's kind of, your role kind of then sits to monitoring all these keywords. And is that, is that take, you know, driving business for, for your client or for the, for the company you're working for and when that and with seasonality as well and you, it's it's such a, a worry prone industry especially if you're an overthinker like I used to be so I do think it's got a lot to yeah. answer for. A hundred percent I remember when I first found out um, that Google um, does like thousands of updates to their algorithms like every day um, because when you first get into the industry, you're told about these mm. like core algorithm updates or like, you know, the panda, the penguin, yeah, and, like yeah. all the big like up- updates that happen constantly anyway. Um, and yeah, like, and it blew my mind that like, that there was a lot more and it's only when, um, so obviously Google's changing things all the time, like you say, and it's only when a lot of websites are affected that that's when there's chatter in the SEO industry. But it is, um, so I think to add to your point as well, like we've got that, we're human as well, so we're always going to worry. Um, but I think as well, within the industry, we're all kind of self-taught. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's going to feed into it as well. And there's a lot of, um, I think people can end up comparing themselves Mm. to others, um, which is really hard. Um, And also, like, I don't know if you have the same experience, but when I first got my first proper SEO job, um, I felt like I had to know everything. And obviously, 
we'll get a bit well the whole topic yeah. today is about <laughs> how we worry less um but yeah one of the things is you don't you don't need to know everything right um but I think we put pressure on ourselves don't we um as humans both in our personal and our work life so that's going to make us worry yeah definitely I, I do remember when I very first started and I started working at one agency and it was um there wasn't too much pressure so to speak but it was definitely like you'd kind of I'd never really I'd, I'd done some like writing and not not so much SEO really before I was a digital content exec at a particular agency um, and I definitely remember there was kind of a a checklist of things to learn that makes so like how to like up really well optimize really well a particular page and mm. now I look back and think gosh it's it, it goes so much further than just putting your h1 tag there and putting your metadata in and does it load like relatively quickly it's there's so much more to it than that um and I think mm. I hope that the industry has kind of has grown over the last you know six or seven nearly 10 years that it's not just about it, it shouldn't just be a checklist thing you know when you're optimizing content yeah. it should be it's about search intent and there's and obviously google changing now with the with the eat um stuff with yeah. all that with all that update exactly yeah so um then there's a whole all the questions around actually well what what does make con what makes content you know have that e a e e a t um factor rather than just like what makes quality content rather than low quality content and when you think you've written quality content and because it's not rubbish and there's no errors in it but actually then something else ranks that seems to be the same quality and it's that can then yeah. that's what then causes the worry that when you've not written you know you've not written anything bad or a lie or anything like that that AI might yeah, yeah, yeah. but then it still doesn't rank yeah. first and the client's not happy and you're like that's gonna that's naturally gonna cause um definitely a fight or flight response in some form definitely and uh yeah so um like with the EAT, Google mm. um, recently added the other E, didn't they? And you see so many, uh, which is now experience, expertise, authority, trust. Yeah. And I saw so many memes of like, how many more E's are we going to have? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but that's for another, oh, that's yeah. for another day. Oh, yeah. All the podcast. So, uh, right. Um, what was the turning point for you? So was there a moment where you thought, okay, I need to stop worrying less because of X, Y, and Z. Was was there like a turning point? Yeah, so for me, I mean, for me personally, there probably was quite a large turning point, a kind of a definitive moment, if you like. Um, so for months, probably, possibly even over a year, maybe I'd lose track of it really all mm -hmm. blurs into one. Um, I was going through real, real, quite severe skin problems. Um, and I spoke to lots of different doctors and they all said different things. And some of it was temporary. Some of it was just giving you palmy waffle creams and medications. And um, and after a very long amount of time um, of pulling my hair out with it all, um, I ended up going to an allergy clinic in up north somewhere. I can't remember where now. Um, and the guy there, so what I walked in straight away, um, thinking that I might be might have an allergy. That's what I went for a skin prick test to kind of rule out some things. Um, and he said, Yeah, you've definitely not got an allergy, you've got and then he just diagnosed me with something called chronic spontaneous urticaria, um, which only affects actually I didn't know this until I googled it the other day. Um, only affects one point four percent of the general population. So it's quite rare. He, he described it as um it's not very rare. Um, but actually 
to me that that sounds quite rare if someone said that percentage yeah. i'd be thinking oh, no. there's something like one in something like one in five people but don't quote me on the, on the stats but that um, is, yeah i'd say that yeah so um rare. the the what it is it basically means that your body obviously we all produce some kind of level of histamine and people with what i have um the the, the levels in the system's a bit messed up basically um and it can cause um it can cause what looks like what looks like an allergic reaction. If I went into the to to an emergency department and said, "Oh, help!" They'd go, oh, "You've got a peanut allergy," but I haven't. It's sort of it's red and it's itchy and yeah. it's, it swells and um and one of the biggest things that this guy said to me, he was absolutely brilliant. The first person in a long time, um, health wise, to to kind of look at me and go, "I know what that is straight away," um, to diagnose it and then say. There's not really there's not really a cure because it's still such an unknown thing. Even like the NHS don't really know about it. Um, but the big thing that can affect it and can trigger it, and that's part of the learning curve. Really, you have to kind of just figure out, you know, what what does trigger it. And he said one massive factor can be stress. And uh, at the time, I sort of thought, oh god, yeah, because everyone says, oh, stress can affect this. Don't get stressed. You know, worry less. And then mm-hmm. when someone says it, and actually that could be the reason why your face has looked like you've been beaten up for the last week or whatever, and you can't sleep because you can't move your mouth, and it's just it's just horrible um, when you're having a flare up. And I realised kind of like I need to I need to stop worrying because it's literally my, my body is fighting itself. Um, so it was kind of a bit of a a bit of a bombshell, a bit of a reality check. But when I came, I and mean, when we had like a discussion and he put me on a lot of medication and things like that. And and since then, I haven't had a flare up because when I came out of that appointment, um, I didn't plan on getting upset, but straight, I literally remember closing the door, we walked back to the car and I just completely broke down in tears. Not because I was scared or anything like that or or any negative emotion. It was just, I kind of finally realised, A, I had an answer. Someone had told me what it was. And B, mm-hmm. I could finally get my control back and realising that um, after all those years of listening to, you know, my, my well-intended parents saying, oh, don't worry, you know, don't worry about this, don't worry about that, don't let stress take take hold of your life, you know, all this stuff. But I kind of, when you're that, when you're growing up and your parents telling you to worry less and you've not really got any, like, major responsibilities, no bills to pay or anything like that, telling you not to be stressed is like, it's like telling water not to be wet. It's just, it's not going to happen. Um, but then after that moment, it was like, right, this is your first, like, bombshell. If you don't get your act together now and start not stressing and chilling out a bit, this might be the start of a very horrible journey. You need to sort of not stress. Um, and then since mm-hmm. then, I've just, I've implemented some strategies and just try to stop worrying. Yeah, stop worrying, basically. And um and I haven't had a flare up since. So, and that was, I can't even remember when, but that was definitely a massive turning point for me to kind of take hold I mean, of life. Sorry. I, I was just going to say, and sorry, I uh, cut you off That's okay. um, at the end there. But I just, I just wanted to say like, thank you for being so like open and transparent and sharing that. Um, and yeah, cause I felt it when you were kind of telling me um, and it is, I suppose, yes, you were saying that you, you finally got an answer of like what was going on, because I imagine that would be quite frustrating. Um, but obviously you had 
a real big reason to actually take kind of take this seriously that like we need to stop or you need to, well, we all do, right? Um, but you had this experience. It was like, I really need to um, put myself first and stop worrying, stop stressing, like stop putting pressure on. Um, so, so yeah, and I'm just, I'm just glad that that was a, it sounds like a quite, um, obviously, I can't imagine what you were going through at the time, um, but it sounds like if you look at it, it kind of helped you in a oh, way. Oh yeah, um, it def- definitely helped me because I genuinely think I kind of almost wish we should have been diagnosed earlier because the t- the last sort of I can't even remember when that appointment was now because everything because I've not stressed about anything or I've you know I've put new strategies in place now new thinking strategies that that nothing really stresses me out because I don't let it because I know that it's going to affect me and I'm not going to want to you know when I when I originally had that the worst flare up that I, I genuinely thought. I genuinely questioned the original diagnosis and thought, are you sure this isn't life-threatening? Because I couldn't sleep and I couldn't do anything. I had to, I took the Friday off work, which was a, was a massive thing as it was, because for me to take time off work, I was, just didn't want to. Um, and then I got to Sunday night and I still couldn't sleep and I thought, right, I need to take the week off work to figure, to figure this out, because it was, my face was just ballooning. Um, and And then I managed to, kind of I dealt with it and was on some a lot of steroids um and kind of recovered over the week but then again like I say started figuring out right okay so we say we're going to stress less but how the hell are we going to do that because you've been trying to oh not worry not stress and you know chill out but actually how do you do how do you do that um and then I started implementing it and yeah I feel very I don't feel zen all the time because no one does but it, I've learned to take control of, of my thoughts and that definitely has a massive impact when it comes to the industry we're working so yeah well again thank you for being so open and honest and um yeah we're, we're, we're due to take um a short break um so when we come back for part two um we'll be chatting about some of the um, well, some of your tips about how how to worry less, um, and yeah, we'll see what else we have have time for. Um, but I'm just so glad that like something so scary, and yeah, like re- really scary for you. Um, like you managed to find an answer and find a solution, but you found a way for it, like for a positive outcome. So like yes like awful like and scary what you went through but I suppose now would you say you have like a better like relationship with yourself and like more self-awareness and you know how to look after yourself in a way so absolutely absolutely and to be honest if anything I feel quite um, I don't know what the word is, but it's quite nice actually. Yeah, it was obviously really scary at the time, and what the hell's going on with my body, with my body, and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and it was a bit, it was a bit of a oh god, like this is a big diagnosis. Like God, how am I going to get my head around this? Like the NHS don't even know what this is called, and how do I figure this out? And it was a bit like it took me a didn't just you know it was longer than one that that one week um, to figure it out. But actually, I've joined several like you know Facebook groups and stuff like that, and and talked about it with other people, with kind of extended friends and extended family members and things like that. And actually the amount of people who are 
seeing similar symptoms in themselves, like the odd rash on their arm and actually won't go away and things like that, that, that actually I'm wondering how many people of this, how many people of this mind, of this um, mindset podcast might either know someone that's going through a similar thing um, or, or be having, you know, these random flare ups of themselves and not knowing, you know, not knowing what it is or being told, oh, you're allergic to peanuts or you're allergic to X, Y, Z. And if it helps them get that diagnosis quicker, obviously it might not be that, but if it helps them do that, if it helps anybody to, to understand what it is, if it is that, then, then I'll be, I'll be delighted for them to be honest, because it, 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 it shocks you a little bit, but then, but then actually you kind of take control of your life. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad that it, it made me do that. Um, and in like the, the, the impact has been, has been, it sounds really cliche, but I want to say life changing to be honest, because it has been, I've managed to reduce stress because, because I kind of realized I had to. You had to. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Right. Um, let's, let's take a pause. Let's take a break. Um, and yeah. Um, and when we come back, um, you can share with us and our listeners, um, how, how we actually do this then, how do we worry less? So it'd be great to learn from you, the strategies that you have in place. Uh, so yeah, we'll, uh, catch you all back for part two. Hi, Sarah here from the SEO Mindset. Just a quick reminder that if you do enjoy the podcast and what me and Tasman are doing, you can support by donating as little as £5 to us via our Buy Me A Coffee page. Just head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash donate. There will be a link to that page in this episode's show notes. And also, we'd love it if you shared our podcast with others. The more listeners we get, we can continue to find awesome guests to join us for episodes and talk about important topics. So the next time you are listening to an episode and think someone would enjoy, tell them. Open up the episode in your app, find the share button, and you will be able to copy the link to the episode and send it to them via WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, Slack. There's so many ways that you can help us spread the word. This season is sponsored by Bright Local, the all-in-one local SEO platform that helps businesses and agencies drive traffic and leads from local search. For those new to local SEO, or even if you're a seasoned pro, Bright Local also offers a wealth of free interactive courses via its academy. Learn from industry experts such as Claire Carlisle, Greg Gifford, Nikki Mosier, on topics spanning local link building, keyword research, Google business profile optimization, and many more. Boost your confidence, master the field, and become a certified professional. SEO Mindset podcast listeners can take advantage of an exclusive offer. Sign up for a free 14-day bright local trial at the seomindset.co.uk forward slash bright local and receive $75 in citation builder credits when you go on to take up a subscription at the end of your trial. T's and C's and further information again at the seomindset.co.uk forward slash bright local or follow the link in the show notes. Right, so we are back. 
um, for part two of the podcast. I hope everyone had a nice little break. Um, and yeah, so obviously, um, Katie, um, very, very courageous there um, for sharing that personal story with us. Um, so yeah, thank you. Thank you, Katie, again. Um, I think I thank you like quite You're a few welcome. times now, haven't I? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so let's get into, um, because I'm guessing that like, there'll be people listening who have had, um, well, maybe like similar, similar, similar or like exact experiences, or they've had like, um, other sort of turning points for them where they're like, I need to get control. Like this stress, this worry is taking too much. It's consuming, right? And it can be, can't it? Um, so let's let's hear your strategies so how do you worry less how do you take back control so there's definitely it's definitely not like a one thing I do it's and it's a conscious effort just a disclaimer the whole you know this isn't like a one thing that I do um there tends to be about about five maybe that are kind of kind of in my head really um but the more you do them the more it just becomes kind of a lifestyle if you like um, so the one, the first yeah, thing, natural. the first thing that I do, um, and it's probably the, the biggest, um, especially when I kind of realize it's, I notice when I'm slipping. Um, so I, I've tried to stop, um, what if thinking, um, because it's not helpful. Um, and so when I say what if thinking, just if anyone doesn't know, um, if you're thinking about a particular situation, whether it's SEO-wise, work-wise, just life, I don't know, if you're on your, way to meet, on, your way, on your way to meet a friend or whatever, and you're thinking, oh, God, what if I'm late? Well, first of all, yeah. stop that. What if you're late? Okay, if you're late, you're five minutes late. You're five, I was 45 minutes late the other day to meet a friend, and I'm never, touch wood, late. Um, and I felt, because I was having a slip moment, and I felt, I felt myself think, why, why am I thinking that? Well, yeah, what, I'm now going to be 45 minutes late. I'll do a massive apology because it was her birthday as well. So that was a great friend move, 45 minutes late to the birthday. Um, and I said, I was, you know, there was a massive apology um, and I offered to, to pay for dinner and all was forgotten and we met, you know, we moved on and she still wanted to stay friends. So the world didn't end, it kept turning. Um, but yeah, so that can obviously, the, the what if thinking, stop that because um, it's not helpful you're just gonna yeah get yourself into a hole that you won't get out of um there's always a solution so wherever you think if ever you think oh god what if this happens what if this keyword drops what if what if we lose this client well okay what if ask yourself okay well what if if we lose the keyword drops you probably pick up another keyword it'll probably change in in half an hour in a day in a month if you lose the client you lose the client, you'll gain another one in a month. There's always a, you know, that's why you should, that's the reason behind stop your what if thinking. So if you hear yourself thinking, oh God, what if that happens? Stop. Straight away, just stop. Because you won't go down that rabbit, rabbit hole then and that's like 90% of your stress gone. Uh, so that's probably the biggest one because you'll realise how much then headspace you then have. Um, mm -hmm. And then the next few, so I've got get finding your healthy habits and that sounds so cheesy. Um, but one of the things I've, I definitely make an effort to do every single day is just getting outside. Literally, it can be for five minute, five minute walk, just fresh air makes a world of a difference. Um, even, even if like, mm -hmm. even if you're working from home or you're working from the office or whatever it is and, you know, you, 
you're not living in the countryside or whatever, just get outside for, four, for five minutes, walk two and a half minutes that way, for five, whatever you've got, and back again. I guarantee you'll feel like, oh, and you'll feel relieved. Well, it gives you the space to breathe, yeah, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, even if it's even if you've been put, if, even if you know you're, you're living somewhere that's quite built up, there's still air outside. There's still fresh air. You'll still feel it on your face. <laughs> you know, you can still do oxygen it. Exactly. Well. Get yourself moving a bit. We need the oxygen. We're humans. Exactly. Yeah, we're not robots. We need oxygen. Um, so definitely getting outside. Uh, and if you can do it for more, if you can do it more often than that, and if you can do it for longer and you enjoy it, go wild. You know, do a whole half an hour before and after work because that's. That's grown to what I do now. Um, but if you're running a crazy schedule or don't have time or whatever, then five minutes is literally all you need. Um, a couple of other ones that I do is um, I go to the gym quite often. Um, but it's I don't do any cardio at the gym. Just it's all, it's all weightlifting. And it's all, none of it's like, I'm not trying to be a bodybuilder because that's not going to happen. I've been doing it for three years. I'm still not a bodybuilder. So, you know, there's no concerns there. Um, but it's all about getting that mindset and having a relaxed, you know, that spending time with yourself, being calm, working through your working through your reps, and actually, you know, you'll move up to a new set. And obviously, the gym's not for everyone. I get that, um, but that's definitely something I do to have kind of a a more grounded um, feeling. Oh, you know, I like to you know, I leave the gym feeling really strong, and even though. I'm not like I'm not a I'm not a bodybuilder, and you don't need to be to feel feel strong. But it's it comes yeah. from inside as well. If you if you leave the gym and you feel you feel physically good, it's gonna affect up here as well, and then you feel stronger to to kind of shut off that what I'm thinking. So it all comes together really nicely. Um, just just to add to this um point as well is like uh, like you said, not everyone's a gym goer. Um, but any exercise, right? Because it's gonna get those endorphins yeah. going. Like no one has ever, ever um regretted doing a workout, yeah. doing exercise. Apart from if you had an injury, maybe like yeah. it might be yeah. time regret it um but like you're never going to regret something that is good for your body um so find that like um yes it can be the gym it can be a walk it can be a run yoga um you could go on youtube and find a joe wicks like boxing um, or something i know that was something you love <laughs> yeah it, yeah, it yeah, yeah. find whatever works for you um, and then a couple of other ones. Um, so there's there's another mindsety one, um, which is asking yourself: Is this going to matter in five years? Is this going to matter in a year? You know, if if there's something that you're like, for example, someone, um, if you're like, I don't know, if you're driving along and something happens, and you're like, oh god, did I what 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 if I, did I quit that person up? Oh god, just stop. That's not going to matter in two minutes. That's not going to matter in five years. Obviously, there's loads of other examples that I could give and that happens in everyday life um, and in our industry as well. Is it going to matter in a year? Is it going to matter tomorrow? If, and if it's going to matter tomorrow, like, because the client's going to ask you about the keyword or whatever, is it going to matter in five years? Probably not. So you can chill all about that. You can stop your what if thinking. Um go and get some, you know, get outside for five minutes, have a breather, and then you might realise that actually it's not the end of the world, we're going to keep turning, there'll be other ways around it, actually you can calm down a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. 
And then the last one I do that again is I notice this if if I feel like I'm um not getting bad again because I've I've never got to that level because of these strategies. Um but one thing I do notice if I'm feeling particularly nervous, like I was before this podcast, my shoulders are up here. Relax your shoulders. It you hold so much tension, and I didn't realise this in your shoulders. So relax them. Try and relax them more, even if you think they're relaxed. Because the amount of times I've been, oh no, my shoulders are fine. And I literally, when I first started doing this strategy, I had to kind of do that just to see how far down they were. And automatically, like I'm doing it now and I don't even feel tense. And actually, I can feel myself exhaling. So definitely relax your shoulders on a regular basis, which sounds very cheesy, but there you go. Um, so those, those are probably my, my top tips on how to do it on a regular basis. Obviously, if you don't go to the gym, you can still start what-ifs thinking and you can still remind yourself to relax your shoulders. Um, but the big one for me is that it's it's all in here. It's all in your head. Um, and if you can control your mindset, you control what thoughts... that You can pinpoint the unhelpful thoughts and you can say, no, don't need mm. that, and literally ignore it and carry on with the day rather than letting that one thought then stress you out for three months because you're panicking about a keyword or you're panicking about you know you panicked for a week that you were 45 minutes late to to your friend's birthday party or whatever so those are definitely definitely things to to bear in mind from my personal experience I, i love all of those strategies and they're like they're not hard to implement they're free they're really actionable <laughs> they're free apart from the gym yeah. maybe but you can find a free yeah just free, get outside uh, you don't need to go to the gym exercise. um i as you were talking about strategies it did get my brain thinking of like some other things to add um because yeah if we give our listeners um a list and then uh um then that'd be good um so some of the things that i thought about is always be kinder to yourself so um if you say something to yourself that you wouldn't say to a friend a work colleague a family member don't say it to yourself i know that's easier said than done but like i suppose it um links to your like what if and the worrying like get into the mindset treat yourself with some respect yeah be kind um, I yeah. definitely, definitely agree with that one. I've heard, I've heard that lots of times. To be fair, and I think, I think it, it gets used a lot, but then I think it loses its value because actually, the the phrase FOMO, um, not FOMO, sorry, um, you only live once. I'm getting my phrases confused. Then YOLO, um, you only live, you only live once. FOMO. Yeah, and actually, FOMO's fear yeah, messing out. YOLO, you only live once. There we go. There we go. But. Just to clear that up for our listeners. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Um, being kind to myself, not punishing myself for that. Um, but yeah, so um, the whole YOLO thing, I think people people think that about like, you know, oh, do I go traveling and do I do all these amazing things and go different places and see different things? And actually, you only live once. So mentally, like, make your brain and make your mind a nice place to live because it's all well and good if you're going to go and travel the world. But if you're going to be horrible to yourself the whole time, doesn't really make much sense. So yeah. I agree with you there. Yeah, 100%. Um, another one, uh, remember that people forget, mm. um, clients forget. So um, something that I have to remind myself is, um, say I feel like I've put my foot in it, or I've said something, like I've said something um, that I feel like I look silly in front of a client, or I'm doing a presentation, I've said something not quite right. Um, or we've all had those times where we're like, oh my gosh, what did I just do? Um, <laughs> Every day. Remember, 
<laughs> but remember, people forget. Like, people move on. They don't remember. And also, um, if you are doing a presentation um, to whoever or whenever you're doing a speaking gig, remember that only you know what you've missed out, mm. what you've not quite done. Um, so always remember that. Have that mentality. Um, and, and again it feeds into your like, does it matter tomorrow? Does it matter in five years time? Because people are going to forget. Yeah. People have got their own worries. They're like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Or they're, they've got their own stuff that's going on in their heads. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that, that, so. that people forget one is a really good one, actually. I've, I, that I'll have to add that onto my list. The, the amount of times I've, I've messaged a friend afterwards to say, or, or a colleague or something, and say, oh God, I really hope I didn't put my foot in it when I said da 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 da. And they're like, I don't even, oh, it's fine. Like, what are you on about? I don't even remember you saying that. So <laughs> don't worry about that. <laughs> People forget. You're going to be, you're going to be your own, own biggest critic. Mm, exactly. Um, and then one that I always remember, so this is uh, something that um, Tasmin um, has said on a podcast or like something that um, she's taught me is um, take five. So whenever something happens, take a step back, take a breather. So, Say um, something kicks off with a client, um, rankings drop, you're asked a question, don't think that you need to provide an answer straight away, okay? Give yourself time. Give yourself time to breathe, meditation, chill, calm, go outside like you said in, in, in the air. Always give yourself a breather um, and then give yourself time to answer um, come up with a reason or an, uh, an explanation, come up with a solution, but try and do it from a place of as calm as you can be. Um, so if you try and tackle something in the heat of the moment, it's just not going to work. So give yourself a bit of time. And again, it's kind of like leading back to like the being kinder to yourself, yeah. isn't it? Like respect yourself to um, like check in with yourself and you do, they can wait. Yeah. Like they don't need an answer there and then. Um, yeah. So, I do yeah. think there's such a big pressure um, in, obviously I can only speak for agency side, because um, it is naturally a fast-paced environment. Um, and obviously most hardworking SEO professionals want to please their clients naturally um, and want to please their colleagues and, you know, the, the, you know, the people they work with, every, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And actually... It, you can kind of you know, not lose your head, that's probably the wrong phrase, but you can get a bit, you know, just like you say, take five, you don't need to respond in the next 30 seconds. Like, they can wait two minutes, half an hour, an hour, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's a that's a really good one, actually, because there is such a pressure, especially when um, clients who, you know, they're paying clients, so they, they want an answer to X, Y, Z, and that's perfectly acceptable and perfectly reasonable. But actually, if it takes you half an hour or whatever to do a bit of research and actually look into things and then go back to them and say, so actually, da 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 this is why it's happening. This is what we're going to do about it or, you know, provide the facts or whatever. But just give yourself that space to go, right, let me just think about this first and then actually deal with it rather yeah. than go, oh, oh, panic and try and resolve it. And actually, you'll probably make make a mistake during that or look at the wrong data or because you'll be in panic mode. So stay out of that. Stop thinking what if and just take a breather, like you say. I like it. Nice. Nice. Um, awesome. Well, I'm very sorry, Katie, but time is flying. 
We are running out of time and I just want to squeeze in um, some very important questions that I ask all my um, guests. So, um, but yeah, thank you so much uh, for coming onto the podcast, talking about this very important topic and yeah, your courage of um, being so open and transparent and sharing and like finding the strategies that work for you and sharing with our audience so thank no, you no you're more than welcome i'm, I'm just i'm, I'm hope, hope hope i'm hoping that um that the reader that your audience is gonna find some value from it really because i've definitely found a calmer more grounded happiness so to speak and become a better seo trusted myself more got clients results and been a bit more chill and a bit more calm and um got more confidence yeah. in it because that's what yeah. you gain from it as well so yeah I'm more than you know more than delighted to have come on and, and spoken about it and waffled on about anxiety <laughs> a little bit <laughs> uh, what is the key thing people should take away so the one main thing I would say worrying starts in your head but it can affect the whole of your body and it can change your life if you don't control it so learn to control it um nice yeah i'll just stick it stick with that <laughs> i mean yeah uh love it um what uh best bit of career advice you've ever received um i'm gonna be controversial here and say that the best career advice i asked around um my mum, my dad my nan they're all a bit confused about this random question they gave me some very very great advice but actually the best career advice that has landed me where i am now was the career advice I gave myself when my my loving, wonderful, fantastic family, 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 um, said, questioned, because they didn't understand it, which is fine, um, can you even write for a living? They didn't understand how you could start a blog, be in digital marketing, they didn't understand it. Um, and ironically, I trusted my body, I trusted my gut, and, uh, and followed it through. And um, yeah, your, your body talks to you, so... I would say, trust your gut. If you've got a feeling about something, go for it, would be my advice. Lovely. And uh, last question. Uh, well, technically there's two. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but one was really uh, short. Uh, name an SEO person people should be following and why? Um, so this is someone that I went to, I went to her talk in um, Brighton SEO, uh, the one just gone. Um, and her name is Jeannie Jones. Um, I think she's in, she's a knowledge graph manager at Inlinx. Um, and she talked about something called the same as tag, which is basically a little piece of code you can put in schema. Um, but the reason why I think people should be following her is because the whole talk, the whole concept behind it, other than obviously the, 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 this piece of code, um, was that she just thought differently about Google. She was the only one that I kind of noticed in this whole conference um, where she she thought differently about Google and she she had a mentality that was getting us all out of our little traditional SEO box um, and I think the way that SEO is changing we need to be doing much more of that so it was really really refreshing so yeah go follow Jeannie Jones I'd say nice well um, I'll get um, some links from from you um, and we'll pop them in the show notes and then people can go and um, check that person out um, and where can people find you Katie um, so I'm mostly active on LinkedIn um, don't really have Twitter um, but yeah I'm very very active on LinkedIn so 
you can you can find me over on there wonderful um again your links will also be in this episode show notes uh, so people can go there uh, well thank you so so much uh, the time has absolutely flown by uh, but this was so invaluable for our listeners and yeah uh, we we shone a light on something that was really important um but we you also gave some great actionable strategies that people can put in place so thank you so much you are um I was just going to say you're you're so welcome because it's I don't feel like the the worrying and all that kind of stuff is it's talked about a lot in the industry mental health is but less so much worrying and actually how you can actually implement that so no I'm really pleased to have to have offered something to you to your audience amazing and I would just like to remind people um that yes if you enjoyed today's episode and you enjoy the SEO mindset just a reminder of how you can support us so we are on buy me a coffee so that's where you can give us a one-off donation um there'll be a link in the show notes for that and you can also subscribe um so if you subscribe to our podcast every time there's new episode like today's episode with the fabulous Katie uh, you will get notified um so you never miss an episode so um that's that's all the podcast admin done uh so let's say goodbye and until next time Katie. absolutely thank you for having me sarah it's been it's been wonderful goodbye everyone